0: Hey, this is Rob Unspock, and welcome back to another edition of E Heroes. This is episode 228 for those keeping track. And I am nerding out. I have an awesome guest. She does books. She does comics. She does it all. It's Jamie Engel, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And and uh, oh my God, you know, I, I I dream of of my books becoming print or uh, becoming a uh, Uh, Hollywood fodder one day and and, and here you are living the dream.
1: Yeah, I'm trying, Rob. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I am not going to lie. It's very cool. Um, As a word, I guess a wordsmith like yourself, um, we have it all in our imagination. So getting some of the behind the scenes footage from the director and the producer and actually seeing my imagination, I guess, on the like in real life has been so weird and uh, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I like it a lot.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I struggled. Uh I have I've produced thirty six books in, in almost ten years and, and uh you know, but I also have a marketing company, so I'm I'm I, I yeah, my brain's everywhere. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the 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 initial thirty some books yeah, were okay. Uh, I mean, I wrote some for myself, wrote some for clients, and um, uh, it, they, they didn't get traction until my Rob Versus series came out, which is all sarcasm. and And we have the same uh, kind of production coach, Jonathan Thompson, who I interviewed Jonathan back Thompson. in in episode one ninety six. And awesome, you know, he saw in both of us something, and he said, "Look, this is what's going to happen. This is what you got to do. This is the time frame." And you got to be patient. And I'm thinking, I got ADD. I, I can't be patient.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's de- definitely been. Um, I think the the biggest learning experience in this past year and a half, which I mean, in all reality, is not a long time to wait from, you right. know, getting a script to somebody and then getting it to production. Like it's crazy fast. But uh, as a self published author, uh, I am in control of everything. So mm-hmm. I have the idea. I write the book. I publish it whenever, however. So it's been. You know, a lot of self talk and a lot of telling myself just to uh, relax and actually just to write. So Mm -hmm. I did write six um, feature film scripts and three television pilots with Bibles in that year while I was waiting, because otherwise I was going to be like the Wayne's World ex girlfriend. (laughs) Hey, did we break up? Are we still (laughs) together? So I didn't want to do that and then be like, forget this girl. We've got a hundred others. um, scripts to pick from let's wow. just go with somebody else so learning patience was uh the hardest mo- i'm very happy that i was quiet but, uh, but definitely you know, the hardest you've,
0: thing. You, you've kind of uh gone about several genres though i mean you you're 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 in books you're in comics you know you're 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 doing kids stuff and and i i focus i focused on on business books for a long time that's great um but with business books, you got to basically be PC and, and I, I just got tired of it. And, and uh, I had to get those sarcasm books out there because I knew that that's what the world needed. I, I wanted people to laugh better. And uh, they've actually been more profitable than the rest of them. So,
1: You know, it's, it's funny because sometimes um, sometimes you have to pivot right. to find your voice almost. And that happened to me, too, with, uh, you know, like. I've been writing kids' books, um, middle grade thrillers. I say my books are like uh, warm hearted, inclusive underdog tales, but in multiple genres, mostly speculative fiction. Uh, And I've loved them. I've gotten great reviews, I've hustled lots of school visits, lots of library visits, lots of um, weekend sales. I have an event on Saturday at a church bazaar where I go to church and, you know, like lots of those events. And I love them because I get to meet people. but I pivot into screenwriting and into romantic comedy mm-hmm. and bam, <laughs> like, it's it worked. So right. um, sometimes you have to if you love uh, something like I love writing, I love storytelling like you. Sometimes you have to just be willing to uh, like, try something else. My husband said you need to write horror. And I'm like, I can't even watch horror or <laughs> read horror. like, how can I write it? And I wrote a story about a guy turning into a zombie and being like locked in his own mind, watching it through his own eyes. And it was my first fiction publication. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know what you got into until you kind of step outside your comfort zone.
0: Well, the I think the the only zombie movie I like is Warm Bodies, where the zombie actually becomes a human afterwards. Right. Which, <laughs> which was very funny, and uh, it it wasn't really horror at all. Right. So that's more, more the
1: sarcasm, like right yeah. up your alley,
0: right? Right. But the, the uh, I forgot what I was going to say. See, zombies <laughs> always mess me up. Zombies. Yeah.
1: It's just about but, the zombies.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, the, the, my very first book, which I, I launched 10 years ago, which was all about social media, you know, one of the things I hated was doing book signings. I'm like, you know, I'll sit on my couch and I'll sign the book and mail it to you. But I don't want to go to your darn bookstore and sit there for three hours and get talk to one person.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I did
0: that three times. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, I got better things to do. I And I watch these authors do it day in and day out. And sometimes they get big crowds. Sometimes they get nothing. And I'm like, no, not working, <laughs> not doing it. Nope.
1: Yeah. Well, and you have to know, like, your strengths and your weaknesses and what works for you and what doesn't. And, um, and I totally agree who wants to waste their time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also, like, I've seen that a lot with events where you like get a table and you're super excited and then it's not, you don't make your money back through right. your table fee and whatnot. Uh, but what I have found like, like big picture is something always comes from everything, whether it's that one person who you know a year later they reach out to me and they say hey i met you at Barnes and Noble i was the one person who bought your book that day we'd love to have you come out to our school and do a school visit and we're going to pay you mm-hmm. and buy books you know or you meet someone at an event and then they connect you to somebody else which is how i met jonathan actually right. um and you know so i try to like as much as it's frustrating in the moment and and it feels like such a waste of money especially and time like i do try to just hold on to the fact that something positive will come from this, but you do have to manage it. You can't say yes to everybody. I mean, right. the, the legion up the road who wants you to come and, and sign books for, you know, and they, they don't, they're all drinking beer. Like they don't even know you're there. Like that's right. probably not your best spot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you just have to like balance then, it as a and business
0: then I, owner. And then I get on a plane, go give a speech in like Vegas or, 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 or Dallas and- and I don't take any books because I don't want to haul the stuff back. So I get there, right. and people are like, Where's your books? Yeah. Oh, back home.
1: Yeah. Amazon?
0: So, yeah. I'm like, You hey, just go, just buy them on Amazon. And I'm like, But they like, We can't get your autograph. You really want my <laughs> autograph? Are you into
1: that? Like, Here's just give know, me a piece of paper. Yeah. So <laughs> just I flew t- it in.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, and, and, funny thing is it's is 2014 when i spoke at my very first event after my first book came out uh the, this other gal had been been on the speaking circuit for a while and she had this this uh this really awesome book awesome story and she had like 400 copies she's signing i'm thinking god i don't want to sign 400 copies
1: <laughs> forget how to spell my and, name halfway through right that. and and
0: and you know, I I reached out to her. Uh, I guess about a year ago, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm sitting in my living room. I got to sign a thousand copies for total, pom- you know, for this event that I'm doing tomorrow." And I'm like, "Stamp it!" <laughs> yeah. it? that's a lot. You got to like yeah.
1: like plan that out for a few weeks, I think.
0: Yeah, that that would drive me nuts. And I and I do send a lot of people to Amazon, and I and then I cringe because I'm like, I don't have their name, I don't have their address, I can't communicate with them. Uh, But, you know, I, I get that check from Amazon or direct deposit, however it works. And, and then I'm like, oh, OK, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I,
1: I like I like meeting people. I like seeing the I don't know, like getting excited about my stories and seeing them be like, oh, wow, because, you know, you're an unknown. And, right. and then by the time they leave, they're, you know, maybe a new fan and, mm-hmm. and they'll come back and they'll tell other people. And it's you know, I, I like that. I, I think it's fun, but yeah, I met a guy the other day. He does. Um, oh, I can't remember the author's name. Those guys that do like um, like James Patterson. He's mm-hmm. one of James Patterson's writers. He lives yeah. locally near me. Uh, he was just at a local event, like a comic con uh, toy show. And he told me this, is what he does. And he goes, Oh, I don't, I hate it. He's like, I sit at home. I write, I send it off. I am very happy. He's like, I would never want to do what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would go store crazy if I just sat and wrote all the time and didn't, yeah. you know, like see people and meet people and and see their, re, you know, reaction to my. Uh, and and
0: one. for me, it's 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 kind of um odd. And 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 I'm having this this battle within myself, going, okay, do I have to be nice when I get to this event, or can I be my grumpy self? <laughs> and 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 people are coming up and they're hugging me and i'm like you get away
1: yeah
0: you know and and it's 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 something that i'm gonna have to get used to um you know because yeah. you know most of these I, i'm writing these books to help other people to share my stories, and it was never about fame and fortune it was just about me sharing and now it's like oh now i have to care about you <laughs> now i have to do this now i have to do that no. so maybe you
1: put that lemonade stand like wooden thing like charlie brown and, and lucy have and then you just say like grumpy advice five cents with a purchase of a book <laughs> no hugs please Really,
0: <laughs> and it's odd because oh, no. you know it, in my i i live in southern lancaster county pennsylvania and you know it's it's i can go anywhere and nobody knows me which is great As soon as i step on a plane i land in dallas i land in san diego I, People are coming out of the woodwork, Rob, Rob, and I'm like, <laughs> and it's like no." <laughs> so well, that like, sounds
1: pretty fun, Rob. Um, yeah. I under—I would definitely get a shirt that says <laughs> "No Hugs, Please," just to put it out there, you know. and Then at least it's established.
0: <laughs> but how did you transition from writing books to comics? Because to me, that—that that is uh, fantastic, and not a lot of people do it.
1: Um, so I—I like I've been writing books for ten years. And then I decided I wanted to go back into um, screenwriting, which is what I'd wanted to do. But I lived in Florida and this was the 2000s. Oh, you so couldn't sorry. possibly yeah, sell yeah. to right. Hollywood in the 2000s from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, years later, um, I I met an entertainment attorney through a local guy here who had just left L.A. It was mm-hmm. just a unicorn thing. And we both like unicorns. We, <laughs> we talked about that before re- the recording. Yeah, and, my, um, my book,
0: my latest book, Rob yeah. versus the Unicorn. and she was dressed up as a We'll talk about that in
1: a minute. Yeah, we will put that link in the notes or something because it's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, so I, I wrote a script for um, one of my um, short stories in the toilet papers, Places to Go While You Go. And um, and I turned it into a TV and it, show. And
0: it works best with your squatty potty.
1: Yes, you have to have a squatty potty. It's important. It's actually endorsed by squatty. I don't know if you can read it, but it's endorsed by squatty potty. So, you know, you can trust it. Um, so yeah, so I wrote, um, a TV pilot and then the Bible based off of one of the short stories and a Florida based comic book company called blood moon comics. The owner reached out to me and said, Hey, I saw your, your script was winning awards and I'm interested in, um, you know, have you ever thought about writing a comic and the owner, Keith, um, I've known him for years, but. He knows I'm a book author and that I don't read comics as much as I want to. I've tried and I don't get them. Um, I mean, I do now, but I, I had to, I, I would only read the words. I would forget mm. about the picture. So I had to learn how to read comics. And he said, why don't you, you know, let me publish your your comic. And um, I reached out to Cool as Heck. He's my artist. His last name is Kulasek, Je- Jeff Kulasek. <laughs> and so since he was a kid, his nickname has been Cool as Heck and um he's an amazing artist he writes um the upper deck for marvel he does their cards so he's just a great artist and um we came together and we did the nine circles which is uh, the issue the, 1
0: the 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 graphics in that that comic are intense and and i'm i'm remembering back you know when when i was a a wee little lad you know back in the 1800s um the comics were were like one color and and uh you know these little pan pages and right you know and now they are these full color novels and and it's just it's
1: yeah well eye and it, candy. It, it, it is and you know that's what he always says he always calls it i can't be um and and really um film and television have kind of matured in the same way or, or television because you know, you think back to the the plot lines of stories. I've been binging murder. She wrote, I'm on like season 13. This was had nothing to do with the Jessica Fletcher passing. I know it's not her real name, but that's how I'll always know her. I mm-hmm. uh, had nothing to do with that. I I've been binging it. And like the stories, they're so comfortable because they're so predictable and they're just so sweet. And even though someone gets murdered every episode, which is just hard to reconcile, um, You couldn't get away with that television today. You can watch a Marvel movie for eight weeks, you know, and like that is the coolest. So it's kind of the same growth and maturity in the storytelling and that, you know, people are not going to settle for three colors and, you know, lame stories and bad writing. They're just not going to deal with it anymore because there's so many ways they can spend their time and they're not going to allocate it to you if you didn't do something that's worthy of it really you got to buy their time
0: you know i i've been binge watching mash and, okay so um, you feel me <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: know but the, the humor the humor and and the rapid fire dialogue was just phenomenal back then
1: mm-hmm. now
0: it's it's it just seems like it's so formula it's just yeah it's awful and 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 that's why, you know, with, with my Rob Versus series, I want to bring back uh, a series that's funny, that doesn't, doesn't purposely offend people. If you get triggered, that's on you. But it, it, it's kind of on the line of Seinfeld and, and the old Family Matters and Cosby and some of that, 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 that humor that we all love, that we all grew up with. And, yeah. and um, I, I think we need it back. The shows today yeah. are just, they're just awful.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I do love a lot of them, but yes, I totally agree with you that there's, there needs to be a, um, you know, a back to that, like meatloaf, <laughs> meatloaf television. You know, we need a little bit of that. Oh, uh, it doesn't have to all be, you know, bad and negative and, and destructive. Like we right. can have, um, a place on television for some comfort food film and television, I think too.
0: You know, one of the things that, that, uh, I think, uh, differentiates you versus other people is, is you celebrate your wins. Every Friday you're doing some type of video, you're doing something. And, and the people that are following you, you're, they're clicking, they're going, wow, you know, this is amazing. And it doesn't have to be a huge win. It could be something small. And, yeah. and it's just not many people do that.
1: Well, you know, as a creative, um, it takes a long time to write a book or produce a movie or even sell something. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really easy to get discouraged because our our end game is so far away. Like an artist, you can draw and show and people applaud like it's so fast mm-hmm. or a, um, even a a poet or a short story writer. like You can write something very quickly and then get that, you know, you did a good job. But I feel like in our fields, it's just so far away that we really have to think about what did I do this week? Well, I wrote every single day this week. That's my win. I wrote a thousand words every day. I committed to it and I followed through and that's a win. Mm -hmm. And if you do that every day for as long as you need to, then eventually you'll be able to say my win this week is I published a book Right, and you can go buy it now. You can be excited with me. So, yeah, I'm starting to see people. tell me their wins. Finally, it took a while for them to realize this wasn't a a Jamie bragging moment. This was like, Hey guys, this is what I did. What'd you do? (laughs) So I'm finally starting to get some, um, some feedback and it's really exciting to see what other creatives are doing and and their little milestone steps so we can all celebrate our journeys together.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I had to overcome was not looking at reviews or not caring or not giving a shit of what other people say about my books. Um and and, and I it, it, it think it took to about the fourth or fifth book before I'm like you know I'm not even I'm not even looking I don't care because if they don't like it that's on them. Yeah, um, I
1: I think my my best worst review was someone reviewed the toilet papers and literally said one star filled with crappy stories. <laughs> I didn't know if I should thank them or if I missed something, but I, I thought the irony was so splendid that if I was somebody looking at the reviews, I would buy the book because of that review. Because so right. I'd be like, this is, this is too good. Yeah. What <laughs> so, what, yeah. what, is,
0: what is one book that you wrote that you thought was, would do well and didn't?
1: Um, I I'd like to say all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very difficult to be, a, um, an indie who writes middle grade because middle graders don't tend to shop on Amazon for right. the next favorite book. They go to school and the teachers tell them, Hey, if you read these 30 books, you get points and you can take tests and you can get prizes. So it's very hard to compete with that. Um, but I think like the book that I wrote that I thought was going to do better, but I really don't think I, it was me was um, the pets of elsewhere. That was my twenty probably my 2021 launch. And that's probably why Mm -hmm. Uh, I was kind of transitioning into film. So I didn't give it a lot of love, but it's a really fun goosebumps kind of, um, scary story that like goosebumps meets, um, Goonies Mm -hmm. in St. Augustine and, um, haunted animals are trying, are speaking to a boy and his sister to tell their real story about what happened to them to kind of redeem them and be their voice. Uh So, um, it's very fun. It's got adventure. It's got ghosts. It's got Drama. It's got bicycles, which I think are important these days because everything's Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and so I, I, I'd like I, to give that a little more love.
0: I couldn't get into Stranger Things. My wife loved <laughs> really? it. Yeah, my wife loved, loved it. it. I, I watched like one season and I'm like, uh, no. I, well, I, let, I, let me tell
1: you, Rob, my <laughs> husband and I watched the first two, maybe three episodes, and we, we had a dinner date planned with another couple. And we literally like went to dinner and like ate as fast as we could. And then we were going to go do something else with them. And we were like, yeah, we're just going to go home. And I think we binged like the whole season (laughs) that night. It was so we, we, it was our, it spoke to us. It was our language. So, uh, but yeah, we've never done that before or since, um,
0: and, and sorry if you're, whoever that
1: couple was if you're, if you're
0: if you're just joining us um, uh, you know we're, we're getting nerdy with 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 shows and and you know this is what i love about authors who get it you know we enjoy other things it's not that we're just sitting here writing constantly because honestly i hate writing but i know it's what i love you know it's what makes me money you know if i could just say hey uh and just speak into it and transcribe it that would be wonderful, you know, but we have to put in the work. Everything that we do has to, has to amount to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I, the process of, um, I think my favorite part of writing is that I'm my first reader. Um, I get to, I get to see the story unfold and the layers unfold that the audience just gets the end right. and I get to kind of go through all those layers, which is you know, the nerdy side of me that likes to break down a Marvel movie or Mm -hmm. a Harry Potter, you know, like I like to, I like to know those layers. So usually I'm deconstructing. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I'm writing, I'm constructing. And I think that's really fun to be the first person to get to do that for my stories. Right.
0: I mean, I go through, I, I read the book, especially my own four or five times. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm finished. No, 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 no. I got to correct it. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm like, and after I did that a few times and I'm like, no, I'm just going to give it to somebody because I'm just going to keep on improving it. And and, uh, you got to know when to say when, 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 uh, when is good, good, is good. (laughs) See that? I mess up on every single episode. (laughs) you think after 200 some, I would get my words out. No.
1: No. Listen, uh, I always tell people all my good words I put in the <laughs> books. So you get what's left over. Sorry.
0: Yeah. It's it, by the time know yeah, the weekend comes around, we're we don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, that you know, the the book behind me, Lessons from the Dojo. I I wrote that in twenty fifteen. And I had scheduled the launch of that book, not knowing that my wife and I were going to Italy. Oh no. And I said, you know, the, the, the book is scheduled to launch on October 15th. She says, oh, we're going to be in Italy that week. I'm like, what? Can we reschedule the trip? She says, no, it's through the church. We can't do that.
1: That's
0: what it is. So, um, yeah, the, the book didn't do as well as I had hoped. But, you know, after about four years, it finally took off. <laughs> there
1: you go. Hey, that's and that's the good thing about uh, Amazon Wow. is that your backlist is your front list is your side list it doesn't really matter whatever whatever you put your um you know social media and amazon dollars into to try to like get out there more people will respond to it and so that's kind of cool that we have that opportunity
0: yeah how do you like though uh, writing uh for scripts instead of writing for books or comics
1: oh i love it um I it comes more naturally to me. My it translates better. Um, the the responses that I'm receiving from producers are much stronger than the responses I used to receive from agents and editors. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, that's really exciting. And I'm very prolific, uh, fast, and even with books. But um, I have so many stories in my head and so many new stories that come to me and. Knowing that if I really wanted to, I could literally tell 12 complete stories a year or more Mm -hmm. is very enticing versus writing and editing a book. Personally, I could probably do two a year, Mm -hmm. but I think I would lose interest too fast if I was just doing that over and over again uh, without having something else to go to. So like, like you, business, I like marketing. I have swag for all my stuff. I used to make candles. Um, I have some candles for the Just Jake book. Um, I have aprons. I have t-shirts and uh, little baby books that I make, you know, like when I'm watching TV and turn them into little bookmarks and they match my books. And I just, I love that kind of stuff too, because I have to be creating, but I don't always, like you said, I don't want to always sit down and write. So, and I can't do art no matter what Diamond Publications posted about issue three of the nine circles or no. It wasn't that one. It was um, Gaijin in Tokyo that I was the artist illustrator. Um, it's not true, but I do like to joke with my artists that I art too. <laughs> and um, yeah,
0: I'm I'm not I'm not uh, an artist, and I I pay someone to do all that because uh,
1: yeah, because um, you want to sell books, <laughs>
0: right? You know, I, and, and the funny thing is, is uh, you know, half my collection, half my books. I, I just call Freddie up. I said, Freddie, I got another book. Here's the title. Cool. Book your magic. Love he it. used he used to send me four or five different, you know, layouts and yeah. now he, now he sends me one. He goes, I know who what you like, this is what yeah. it is. And I'm like, perfect. And I just yep. run with it.
1: That's great. That's what you need.
0: Yeah. And and uh but yeah, I the reason I, I did the whole Rob versus books is and it started out with, with Rob versus the scammers, all the scammers calling you up on the phone trying to get your Visa MasterCard. And
1: mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: so every, every page is a new story, with me fighting these guys, and 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 people are like, "Well, wow, I I love those stories you share on Facebook." Can you make a book? I'm like, "Okay."
1: So, <laughs> and then I, you know,
0: I'm not really into sequels, so I didn't want it Rob versus the scammers two or three or sure. four. So I had to make it Rob versus the morons, Rob versus humanity, Rob, and and people picked it up so much better. I mean, they 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 like it because it's. Every single book is a little different, but it's still on the same premise. And uh, It's fun. You know, now I hand them I and these are just conversations that, that I'm just throwing out my sarcasm, dealing wasting people's times, whether it be on the phone, whether customer service, whether and, and Jonathan laughed so hard and, and he goes, Rob, this is this is a TV show. And so we we wrote the first pilot and so now we're just trying to get it out there.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: You know, so it's, it's, hard. It's, always, it's I think it's always nice to have someone in your corner that's rooting for you, that's pushing for you. And, and, mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. And that you can trust and who's honest and Jonathan Thompson is totally the guy to say, Hey, this is crap.
0: Well, you know, and the funny thing is I didn't know him from Adam. Um, yeah, me know, and, and, and I, I, I saw him on, on LinkedIn and I think that's where I found you. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I said, you know, tell me a little bit about your service. And I said, oh, and he goes, this is what I do. I said, okay. And I, I sent him a few books and, and, uh, you know, that was history. <laughs> so yeah. it was it was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. So For where sure. where can people go to find your books besides Amazon? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: If um, my name at, at Jamie Engle writes, <laughs> um, I'm all over social media there. So you can always connect that way. I do have like a Facebook store and whatnot. Um, And actually I do have a whatnot. That's a real thing. It's a new app. Whatnot is an app. Is it whatnot, Hannah? Sorry, my assistant's over here. Whatnot is, um, it's an app platform where you like you can do auctions and sell your stuff and read from your book or whatever. We'll talk about it off air, but I just, and
0: it's, it's it's Jamie, the right way. J I M I E.
1: Two eyes so I can see, you know, gotcha. there were five Jamie's in my um, eighth grade class. There were five of us because I know I was, I'm sure they were too named after the bionic woman. So it was a very popular name in the se- late seventies. And, um, so, yeah, so there were five of us in the eighth grade. So we all spelled it different. And I chose this way. I digress. <laughs> uh, my website is jamieingle.com or, um, or like I said, you can find me all over social media with pretty much the same handle.
0: So how do you handle this newfound fame?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, whenever I do a school visit, the one of the three questions I always get asked is, um, are you famous? And I always answer them, yes, in this room. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it.
0: <laughs> o- only my mom considers me famous. That's right. Actually, my mom goes, uh, tell me again what you do.
1: <laughs> I hear you. My my oldest son is 21. And back in high school, when I first started, um, he said, Mom, um, you're one of my top three favorite authors. I'm like, wow. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, well, my, my youngest son is 17. He's going to be graduating high school this year. And he's like, Dad, I want to be a copywriter. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. And he goes, what book should I read? And I'm like, the one I co-wrote. And he goes, you you wrote a book on copywriting?
1: Yeah,
0: it's going to pay for <laughs> your
1: college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, you know, it was it was actually a, a buddy of mine's uh, book, and uh, he sat on it for like ten years. And he sent it to me. I said, look, we're gonna, I'm going to redo this. We're going to do that. And I'm going to add some things, and uh, we we published it in 2017 for him, and uh, cool. so. He's got the he's got the main credit because you know I, I, I love him to death. He's the one who got me into marketing twenty some years ago, and why so I only got this little co-author, you know, contributor it's like the
1: James Patterson co-author, right? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and, and wow.
0: yeah, and um, but it, it's it's become in in the last five years, it's become I think the number eight best copywriting book out of a hundred, you know,
1: awesome.
0: Out of that's awesome. Know, so it's it's not something that we're making lots of money on uh but the back end it's helping is, people right right it's helping people the back end is we get jobs out of it we get this we get that we get speaking we so you know and and I guess this is one of the things that I tell a lot of my clients because you know they write they have this business book ideas and I I help them publish them whereas you write these kid books and 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 comics and that is sort of a primary source of income, whereas business book is more as here's my book. This is a business card, but read it. You're going to learn a lot of stuff and it gives them credibility and authority. Right. And, and, and you know, a lot of back end stuff happens, you know, speaking and whatnot. Sure. But you get all that wrapped up in a nice little bow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got to brand yourself. You have to you are the product that's being sold too. if you think about it you know right and and, I,
0: and with your nine circles you can have action figures you can have all kinds of stuff
1: yeah
0: i i don't ever see myself being an action figure
1: <laughs> you can be a one of those little not the bobbleheads, but what are those those things that people everybody wants to buy that, that oh
0: funko pop
1: yeah you can be a funko pop <laughs>
0: No, I don't think I want to be a Funko Pop
1: hey if I was a dude and I had a grandkid I'd make them call me Funko Pop but that's just <laughs> you mentioned grandkids earlier I'd be like call me Funko Pop yeah,
0: my, my nine-year-old grandson he's like no.
1: oh he's too old you have to start old. when they're really young and they don't know any different
0: yeah my mm-hmm. two-year-old granddaughter might but yeah you know.
1: there you go <laughs> and the nine-year-old would be like why do you call him Funko
0: <laughs> but so you're down in Florida
1: yeah yeah, wow. I'm east of um, of Disney, like near the Kennedy Space Center or whatever it's called now.
0: Mm. It's been the Kennedy
1: Space Center since I was like in yeah. second.
0: Well, Cocoa yeah. Beach is right up. The, so yep. That's one um, of my like favorite,
1: five, favorite. Five minutes places. south.
0: That's where uh, I Dream of Genie" was filmed. Yeah. Well, well, not really filmed, but that's yep. the location. That's where it is. Yeah. Where yeah. 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 But, um, and and St. Augustine is one of my mm-hmm. favorite touristy places.
1: Yeah, we're, we have a hotel book there. middle middle of december for our um night of lights which is my favorite time of the year st augustine night of lights so maybe if you guys want to sponsor st augustine night of lights if you'd like to sponsor this podcast you're you're welcome (laughs) to you're
0: welcome so uh go to jamie is that right yeah (laughs) and just give her your credit card
1: that's it super easy
0: yeah i mean it's ten thousand dollars, right? No I mean, problem. <laughs> among
1: friends, come on, dollar a light.
0: <laughs> Should be
1: probably be a millionaire.
0: <laughs> yeah, and 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 she'll send you at least a couple issues of of Nine Circles.
1: Yeah, a couple, <laughs> three.
0: No, but it it, it is a, it is a is a good great comic. Thank and you. I guess uh, did you get it signed? Are you are you going uh, big screen with that one?
1: Um it is currently um Jonathan has it um he's working on it with me um I've got um the producer for thinner and the stand has uh, I brought him from he reached out to me actually which is insane. Um uh, we've been working on it for like a past year so now I've brought him into the fold with Jonathan and Jonathan has his people um so we are working To get it possibly like pitched to Netflix, pitched to HBO kind of thing. So I'm hopeful, but you know, like everything else, it's not a deal till there's a signature. (laughs) So I don't, I just get excited that people like the story enough to even care to try and help me get it out there. That's like how many writers, especially screenwriters, will ever have their work read by a producer or considered right. or tried to shop by somebody. So I feel very honored that yeah. I have so many people that are just trying to help me. I know they get paid. I know it's not philanthropic, but right. just trying to help me because they believe in my story and they think I'm a great writer. So
0: it's really cool. And, and you're, you're just Jake uh, got signed. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're, we're production. Uh, we went into production on Tuesday. I
0: mean, um, so we'll be
1: in production the 29th of November through, um, December 15th. And it'll be on up TV faith and family network in 2023. And the book will be um, published on August 29th of 2023. Nice. And I have the, um, I have a Goodreads um, like placeholder set up mm-hmm. for just Jake. If you, if you like put in just Jake Ingle, um, it'll pop up and you can add it to your shelf. So when it does launch, it'll automatically send you an email that the book's available.
0: See, there you go. Just that easy. That easy. Yeah. She makes it so much easier than, than and people think. Oh yeah, just write a book and go to Hollywood. That's all you gotta do. No. It's a lot of work and a lot of patience.
1: Yeah, a lot, and, there's yeah, a lot of this.
0: You know, and, 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 and I think that had I not owned a marketing company and focused on my clients and if I was just having one book and I gave it to Jonathan and say, Hey look, uh, make me a Hollywood star. I'd be sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I It would drive me nuts. Yeah. But see, this way I can focus on other stuff. And, and you have other things that you're doing, which takes your focus away from. So yeah, trying to go from, trying to become a, an option screenwriter takes time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and for all those that say, wow, well, but all those stories, like my favorite movie is Highlander. And the, and the, the guy who wrote that was a college kid who was, create you know was told to write an, an assignment and he wrote this story and the teacher went wow and the next thing he knew it was Hollywood picked it up and, and and ran with it and I'm like if yeah, it doesn't happen that way So it's not the norm No no so any last words of wisdom
1: No I just um if you're a writer <laughs> no, you just forget it. I mean all my words of wisdom are you know probably not that wise but if you're a writer I would just recommend that you write that you um put money into your business to get better take classes Mm -hmm. and uh that you just don't give up right because
0: don't listen to the naysayers
1: no just just keep going because you know your voice may be the only voice that somebody listens to that resonates with them you know Mm -hmm. and it's if you are gifted with an idea from god the universe the ether whatever If you receive an idea, there's a reason that you got that. And there's somebody that's waiting to receive it. And it's almost like your obligation to tell that story, even if it's for one person, Um, really quick story. And then we can peace out. (laughs) Um, During my very frustrated days of why am I doing this? My son, who's now 21, was in high school. And he said, mom, I want to tell you something. When you came to my middle school, um, there was a boy who told me this story like in high school. When you came to our middle school to talk about your book, Clifton Chase and the Arrow of Flight, and do your anti bullying presentation, he said that he was planning to go home and kill himself that day. But something that you said in your presentation stopped him. And he's alive today because of your presentation. And he told my son that story. So if I only wrote that book, to save that kid's life. It's just like little goosebumps. Um, Awesome. What would have happened to that kid had I not written that book and not, you know, pursued an anti-bullying presentation and reached out to the school where the story takes place. Like that's where the character went to school. You know, what would have happened to his life? I don't want to, I don't want to think about that. Um, So you just, just write, write your story, get it out. It doesn't matter if one person or 1 million people receive it. Just keep writing and right. then write and, the next and, one. And it
0: doesn't matter when you start. See, mm-hmm. I started writing stories when I was 18, when I was in college. It took me 25 years to finally put that first book out.
1: Yeah.
0: And now 36 books later in 10 years and people are like, uh, Rob, um, I, I, that's, that's way too many books. I can't believe you even wrote one. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't listen to the naysayers. I just do what I want to do. I write what I want to write and I continue to write. And those who want it will read it. Yeah. You resonate with who I am with, you know, my sarcasm, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll enjoy the books.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, so I, I, I will continue to share my stories and, and I, I hope that the listeners out there, because I've been doing this. The podcast for five years now uh, and and awesome. most of every single episode revolves around the sentiment of sharing that story mm-hmm. you know hopefully yeah. it hits home to somebody
1: absolutely that one person that needs it maybe it's my voice that resonates with them who knows yeah. or the well, next guy
0: go to <laughs> go to jamie's uh, website, jamieangle.com. And uh, she's got some merch on there. So go in there and
1: buy some stuff. Support her.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Rob.
1: I appreciate this. Until next
0: time, we'll see you guys on the next episode.